0: Yeah, no. Nah, I'm, I'm turning the table, I'm doing the interview, I think I'm good at it.
1: Oh my God, please don't steal my thunder.
0: <laughs> yes, I shall take over your podcast and hey audience, now on, it's me, presenting to you.
1: <laughs> I'm not posting this.
0: <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I'll try your duration Russian voice as well.
1: Hi, this is Amrita Sukumar and I'm bringing to you this podcast called Unsettling. Look around you, everyone is trying to create their own story make a tiny change in someone's life by just following their passion and in turn inspiring the others to follow suit. This podcast brings to you stories of people who have defied the definition of settled set by the society and have created their own. They have found happiness in their version of settling. What is yours? Today we have with us Mr. Johnson Varghese, he's calling all the way from Dublin and he is my really good friend. I know you won't be able to believe it when we talk on the podcast, but seriously he is. I mean, I can't help it. I've been stuck with him since childhood. So Joe, can you tell us a little bit about yourself?
0: I am Johnson and uh, I'm talking to you guys all the way from Dublin, beautiful islands of Ireland. I am uh, as I said before in the previous recording, that you don't know, <laughs> I'm an <laughs> enthusiast, um, self-confessed generalist, and a big fan of intellectual discourse. So that's me.
1: Yes, yes, I know. The big words have come again. So, yes, uh, Joe, what did you study and why did you study it?
0: I did mechanical engineering, which was sort of, uh, well, everybody was doing engineering, and I suppose I was slightly technically inclined, and that was the only option at that point for me, or so I thought, and uh, then went on to do uh, an MBA in finance here in Dublin. And that I did because I was, like, not working in engineering, per <laughs> when I left engineering. Okay. I realized why not? Let's do this, and that was one way for me to get out of the place as well. So, that.
1: okay. So you chose you chose finance after doing a little bit of research,
0: or you just chose it because there was a lot of scope in that field. Uh, I chose finance because I liked it. I okay. was well, I was infatuated by what that industry did, and so I was like, oh, that sounds interesting, and that's why I chose it.
1: What about mechanical? You said that you were technically inclined, but you still chose not to pursue
0: it? Um, How I chose mechanical is like, oh, my dad was like, that's good, and I was like, I want to do engineering. No, I really wanted to do physics, if you remember. Yes. I wanted to get into B.F.E. physics, but then, apparently, you don't get a job uh, with that. So, (laughs) So
1: mechanical uh, had a job?
0: So, at that point, my dad was more inclined to saying, oh no, you know, I can I have a business, you can take that, because like, it's mechanically engineering related, and, um, and then I realized that I, at that point, I was like, if I'm doing engineering, I want to do computers, because that was the cool thing to do at that point. Yes, And uh, not that I gave a two-bit hoot about it, but, um, <laughs> then eventually I was like, yeah, you know what, doesn't matter, just do whatever. So, I joined engineering, really on a whim.
1: Okay, okay. So, uh, why did you choose Dublin? Like, uh, did you do your research about the universities that were available and how did you zero in on Dublin?
0: Right, no logic, it was <laughs> <laughs> Sasta. Tha.
1: Sasta was the logic. <laughs>
0: exactly, <laughs> no, no, the point was
1: uh, <laughs> I, actually I
0: did do research. I, of course, Sasta, you, research.
1: Mean, you did a little bit of research, right? <laughs>
0: Of course, I mean, that's my too, <laughs> but yeah, MIT was more expensive than Dublin, Kya what like, <laughs> you know? MIT Pune was more uh, expensive than Dublin? 100% yeah, yeah. Oh my god, okay. And how is the
1: education so the, there? Are you allowed to say that? <laughs>
0: uh, uh, MIT Pune, well, MBA program in MIT is supposed to be really good, uh, uh-huh. but I've not been there, so I don't know.
1: Okay, what <laughs> I about mean,
0: you? I did engineering there. Uh-huh. And uh, unless you're very proficient in Marathi, I don't think you can learn much engineering there either. Oh. Um,
1: <laughs>
0: so as you can realize, I struggled a bit. I know.
1: Uh,
0: I. Know. <laughs> <laughs> Tola Marathi Still. <laughs> Haan, mala Marathi pan and all that stuff. Uh, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, so Dublin was interesting in the sense because when I when I was applying. They had the, just the whole Brexit shenanigans that started in the U.K.
1: Yeah. Uh, I
0: couldn't go to Canada, U.S. Like, funding was expensive and didn't have the same level of course. All that happening. I wanted to go to the U.K., but they were doing all the Brexit shenanigans, so I okay. couldn't stay back after my education. Okay. So Dublin was like the sweet spot, which was getting big in fintech industry, which was something I was interested in, and it was cheap, and it let me stay back for two years after my education. So... Okay. Lo and behold, I landed in the Emerald Isles.
1: Two years after your education, that means you have a visa extension. You don't have to come. Yes, find you a have visa. a. Okay.
0: Yeah, you have a stay back visa for two years to find out or go, you know, figure out a job or whatever, right?
1: Okay. Okay. So that so, was
0: that was really interesting.
1: So, did you take a loan to go to
0: Dublin, or you had a scholarship? Uh, Well, when I joined, they gave me some like discount on uh, the the fee, Mm -hmm. but I did not take over, it was paid.
1: Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so um, you have a little Mm -hmm. bit of a creative side as well, you've done stand-up sometimes. So, do you feel that you want to follow that path ever?
0: Okay, that's a loaded question coming from you because you know the story. <laughs> I know.
1: I um, know the story. The listeners don't. That
0: is why. <laughs> then I know. I know. So that's why you're putting me on a the spot there. Exactly. No, I like the creative aspect. Well, you know, we all began doing theater, if you can call it that, when we started. Don't call it theater. It was called a school play and we were
1: forced into it. Continue. <laughs> yes, well, you went
0: on to do it properly and I didn't. But again, I've always thought of it. We were chosen those times just because we could speak English, that was the only talent requirement not <laughs> to be yeah, I know, that is true. I was Sasu mom, if you remember. Yes, you were a lot of that. Like, as far as I can remember, I was every year I was in something or the other because I could speak English, I think that was the only thing. Yes, yes. Um, but the Hindi department had all the talent because everybody could speak Hindi and so you had to be good at something to get up there. Yes. No, eventually, um, creative wise not just stand up. I liked debate in school. So in KV I was good at that. I liked writing. Uh I was into music. I did a bit of a lot of these things uh, earlier on mm-hmm. and then sort of uh, sort of went away from it over that time and, mm-hmm. you know, caught up in the rat race, as your brother once famously said to me. So mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Okay, so uh, do you ever feel that you want to get away from the rat race and maybe follow it sometime?
0: Uh,
1: or are you, are you happy with where you are right now? Are you happy with the kind of... Yeah,
0: you're I'm definitely happy. I mean, there's no, like, I don't think, I don't derive happiness from, uh, okay. you know, circumstances around me in that sense. That's a whole different discussion of that, I suppose. But I don't really believe in that as the general perception of it. I sort mm-hmm. of enjoy being in work, and I, uh, I do, even though it's a bit um, falsely related thing. But I do derive some sense of identity from work, if that makes sense. Yeah, it
1: does. but
0: yeah, but I do not necessarily feel that rat race is an issue for me personally. But I'm, I'm like at odds with the society in that.
1: Okay, okay. So assuming that there's someone out there who is, you know, at it, at the rat race, but he's not happy with where he is. So what would Mm. you, what message would you give that person? If you, do you have any message for that person? (laughs) Yes,
0: well, (laughs) well, I don't think, I don't think I'm particularly qualified to give anybody a message here, but what I would say though is, you know, everybody's understanding of rat race. Mm-hmm. is their perception of what people's perception of the actress is.
1: Okay.
0: Is that too convoluted?
1: No, it's like inception of perception.
0: And sort of. So, <laughs> like, you are worried or you are influenced by what people think, uh, or you think what people think of you, you know? <laughs> okay. okay. And Start like, off especially it. out. Exactly. That charlog will follow you everywhere. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: those those log think something about you and you think this is what they think and because you think that they think this, you have a problem. Yeah. If you still kept the thread of logic there. I, I, got, so, it. <laughs> I got it. I got it. So what so is your definition?
1: Oh, I'm sorry. i cut
0: you off. No. Uh, so I'll just quickly finish that. So the, the rat race people is, figure out what do you think it is and then... Uh, don't worry about people's perception of it. And uh, I'll quickly go on to your next one. You were saying, what was the next question there? What
1: is what is your definition of settled? I mean, because our uh, parents had this notion, right? As you said, the Char Log has this perception. Yes. He settled down with the salary, her shadi bachi. That is their definition of settled. And for uh, some, will... just being happy today is what settled means. So, what is your definition of settled?
0: Good question, but I'll also add that Charlog will also will not be happy with just your Baccha, they want your butcher to be married and they have Baccha and all that yeah, yeah, the, the cycle continues. It's a vicious cycle. Bloody Charlog don't die. So, <laughs> <laughs> they are um, <laughs> incessant at this. But, okay, my definition of settled is when you are content with something and if you're content with what you're doing, if you're happy with where your life is right now and if you have a sense of uh, direction of where that it's leading, I think you are settled. The one thing though I would say when people are like, Oh, you know, people have been out there, they're successful and I'm still, you know, um, you know, not doing compared to them. Mm. Problem is we are comparing. But the second thing is what we don't realise, like their life is has maybe the ups and downs. But you have to use the advantages you've got, right? Like luckily mm. for me, for now, um, my brother is already settled. Thankfully, yes. So I don't have to be settled. There is no pressure on me. My parents are, uh, you know, thankfully doing all right. So I don't have to take care of them. So I have that opportunity mm-hmm. to pursue it. And people mm-hmm. don't see that as a great opportunity, a blessing. A blessing. And this is, Yeah. And it should be because uh, imagine if you didn't have that, if you didn't, your your parents were not well off and you didn't have a, like a settled sibling. Your case is the same. You have a settled sibling. So you're okay. Where Nobody's really uh, looking on to you for support. You are free to pursue. If that was not the case, you had to be a breadwinner for your family. This conversation will not arise in the first place. So, most of us who are wondering, hey, I'm not settled, they are already in a position of power in the sense that, hey, you're free to pursue and you're wasting that option to pursue passion by not doing it. You're doing a disservice by not actually going and doing what you really want to and not being. And if you force yourself to be settled after the opportunity, then you're just being a jackass. <laughs> or well waiting an opportunity. Sure there is financial aspect, there is social aspect I'm not trying to take away and, and be controversial or slightly I am trying to be controversial but <laughs> my definition is you being content and knowing where you're headed and I think that's a lot to say for itself. Yeah. I, I want to turn the tables and ask you what your definition of settled is and
1: <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Like so... I'm pretty
0: sure my folks are not happy, like they don't think I'm settled, like Dublin oh, no, definitely, definitely. <laughs> so,
1: my, my folks are also, uh, well, now they have come to terms with happiness is equivalent to settled. I, my definition of settled would be if I am able to be my own boss. I don't want to work from 9 to 5 for anyone and um, yeah. be able to sustain myself by doing things that I love and not get, you know, caught up in that whirlpool of that rat race. I don't want to be there. But before, there were a lot of astrologers. That is before. of
0: you revolting for about last
1: four years Five years, I've been revolting. But according to my astrologer, my settled was in 2015, August 13th, when I was supposed That's to get married to some guy, <laughs> according to my uh-huh. stars. So, so... you're way
0: past your prime now. Oh, them. yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm way past my settled age. And yes, actually there was a wedding on August thirteenth, but it was just not mine. One of my friends got married on that day to some other girl. So maybe and, our uh, horrors, I, have to <laughs> I have to put this in your
0: podcast. I have to put this in your podcast. You are the one always uh, claiming that I got married to somebody and like scaring me. You always tell me I got married to somebody. I don't know why.
1: Oh yeah, I don't know why. Like there are rumors always coming. Why are people obsessed with you, Joe? I think you are. You have yeah. more than four people following you right now. You just have to keep a check. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, but I think <laughs> I am getting rumors
1: about you. You're sitting in Dublin, and I don't know why. I get rumors that you're getting married, and no, you are married actually. It's not you're getting okay. married. You're already married. I don't know. Do you have any kids by now? No.
0: Yeah, <laughs> at this rate, I wouldn't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> But, you
1: uh, have to get I that tip. I'm it's telling you, there are more
0: than more than four people following you right now. The charlum have got to you, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. The charlum have got to. You. So, Joe, would you like to give your 16 year old any advice? 16 year old self, any advice?
0: Sure, I will. Not that I think I would listen to myself, even if <laughs> I don't to advice. But yeah, I would say. Yeah, spend some time thinking about what you want and you're already on the right track and don't listen to anybody. You're right. I think that was the biggest issue. I stood up myself quite a bit. Yeah. Of what I want. Mm-hmm. And I think I guess a lot of people do that. It's just that if that's what you want and you stick by it, it's absolutely worth it, regardless of you're settled or not, whatever that term means by, I don't care if you're 30. But if you're doing what you like, I think... You're going to be very happy
1: about it. Yeah, that's that's good advice to yourself, which you can't follow anyway. But I guess maybe some sixteen-year-old who's listening will get inspired.
0: I don't think we're gonna inspire any sixteen-year-old.
1: <laughs> oh, maybe, yeah, uh, maybe someone wants to do uh, an engineering and get a job and do maybe MBA. Well, I'll tell you one finance. thing.
0: Yes. You have done. Uh, you have. You have been in the engineering school. I've been there, and a lot of people who. I planning. Been, I have never been in engineering. I was in the
1: engineering. You
0: department. went to the same building, bro. Yeah, so, I
1: was in the same building. Yes.
0: Yeah. So you you know the same public there. So what I meant is, half of them are not interested. Rather, most of them are not interested. One guy who gets a job and every parent sees him and her, and they were like, oh, that boy got a big package, uh, or that lady's got a big package, so hence everybody should do engineering. That's all bull, rather uh, if you do what you like. And, you know, don't do engineering in MBA because that's what everybody's doing either, because I've done that as well, but uh-huh. I did it because I liked it, so I enjoyed it, and I was good at my MBA, right? A bit yes. of uh, shameless plugging, I was like the graduate of the year and all here. Oh. I was laughing at it because, yeah.
1: Nice. That's. that's but, you were always smart. I thought you would become a scientist at NASA or something, which you didn't.
0: I wanted to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because you knew about yeah. you knew more about astronomy when we were in seventh. I have no idea why. Than anybody on in the entire school, even the seniors. Oh
0: school. no, that was true. I went on to teach astrophysics in MIT when I was there, as in the club and everything. I used to do sessions there. I still do it here and I, if I get a chance to you know I still like it
1: uh-huh.
0: there's no doubt about that uh, but then w- why I was saying that see the MBA worked out for me was like I did well in school was because I liked it and I put some time in Engineering that was not the case we were all just passing by you know
1: I think that, that is a problem that is happening right now is that when we are 16 we are not given enough information about all the job opportunities that are there out there it's just engineering, yeah.
0: doctor, architect. I think that's it. Yeah, but that's the thing, right? Like, there's an also another thing. Okay, now this is more like consistent with the topic. Uh, just early days of unsettling is this, that when you're 16, first mm-hmm. of all, you don't have enough exposure. Exactly. Like you don't know. Well, at least in our times, we were not that even now, even, we, now we...
1: even now, I don't think the okay. kids know what they want to do.
0: Oh, yeah. No, not knowing what you want to do is fine. I mean, I'm sure most of us, like both of us right now, don't really know what we want to do, I guess. So that, that's okay to start with. But um, the exposure was missing, at least uh, where we were back in the day. And if the problem was, if you're anywhere good at scoring numbers in your exam, suddenly you had to take science. And a lot of people I knew were in science not wanting to be in science.
1: That is true. Me too. I mean, I enjoyed doing it. But then I didn't know why I took it up. That is the point.
0: No, like, I still remember just for the fun of it when I was joining eleventh and the Deeperai was there and I was like, I want to take commerce. And she gave me this murderous look and she like, how dare you? And I was like, wow. Yeah, I
1: know.
0: Because you scored marks, right?
1: I mean, one is that's one of the, that isn't, com- isn't it better to learn commerce than to learn science because commerce helps you in real life?
0: You have a point. I mean, the thing is, if the guy or the girl, if the student wants to study it and we're forcing them down a different lane and then you say, oh, they're not job ready. Of course, they don't give a shit about what they're studying. What do you expect them to do? Like,
1: uh, I'm I'm doing my diploma in education and I'm doing my master's in English literature at the same time. Uh, but... Um, the point is, when I went to college, I was really excited because I thought I would learn how to teach people, right? Teach children, mm-hmm. mostly. I wanted to know mm-hmm. how to get to their psyche and make them sit in one place because I saw my nephew jumping around everywhere. Now I go to the college all excited. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to learn the psychology of a child. And the first thing that my teacher tells me is, ha, to tum file submit kar dena aur usse jo hum bata denge wo kar dijiyega to 60 marks aise hi mil jayenge 60 marks hamare hath mein hai matlab wo tumhare hath mein hai your hands not ours you do all this and then it is very simple phir kya tumko 40 mark ka paper aayega usme se 20 marks only 20 is so easy no you have to just do that and then you will score the highest bus this was our orientation by the way this was the orientation that we were given hey <laughs> marks 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 do marks marks to marks to marks marks ka ja same marks if you didn't understand the concept if you didn't understand how to get down to their level how to teach how to use your props how to use your internet or your phone apart from scrolling for instagram you will not be able to teach a child. It's very difficult. And they are a lot of work. I mean, if someone tells me that kids are cute, they are. But really, they are a lot of work. You can't. You have to keep them engaged at all times. You have to tell them stories. You have to make sure that they are not deviating from what they're doing. You have to keep them active all the time. It's a difficult task if you're not an. Well,
0: that that points to education in a bit more broader sense. Like that's one of the things I've realized difference between when I did engineering in India and MBA here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, like, I was a bit of a nerd, so I loved being in library. But, you know, at times of my MBA, I was coming into the library when the damn thing opened. And I was the last one out of the place because that's the time you had to spend spend uh, doing your research and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And when I was doing my research work, I yeah, finally a dissertation, whatever it is. I realized that if you didn't enjoy it, you were not going to do it. And the difference was there was nobody telling you to do anything. They were not offering you marks. They didn't care how much you scored. Like mm. it was a surprise for me when I turned out to be like the graduate of the year because I wasn't expecting it. I was just doing what I liked. But the education system is very conducive here if you are interested. If you are not, it will spit you out just like the Indian system does. But I think in Indian system everybody gets bad out regardless of if you like it but on the settled unsettled i all feel all feel like oh you have so much more to talk about but that's just me
1: yeah that's just you okay thank you joe thank you so much for taking time out of your life and joining this podcast i think that was an interesting conversation if you have any queries you can always comment or send me a dm on my insta page or send me a mail And I'll try to get back to you as soon as possible. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Stay tuned.